Dobrodan from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Serbia update from the 18th of January, 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Serbia. At the session on Tuesday the 17th, the government of Serbia adopted a set of proposals for judicial laws implementing changes to the constitution in the part related to the organization and arrangement of judicial bodies. The government announced that the goal of these laws is to increase legal security through a more independent judiciary and a more independent public prosecutor's office. Slobodan Orlovic, a professor at the Faculty of Law in Novi Sad, estimated that the motive for changing the constitution of Serbia is actually Serbia's attempt in aligning with the foreign policy decisions and actions of the EU. On Monday the 16th, politician Rad Trejkovic said that the murder trial of Oliver Ivanovic, a former Kosovo politician of Serbian descent, has been undermined by Kosovo and Serbia's security services and by witness intimidation. Ivanovic was the leader of the Freedom, Democracy, Justice Party and was one of the rare opponents of the Serbian List, the Belgrade government-backed political party operating in Kosovo. On the 16th of January, 2018, he was shot dead in front of his political party's office in the Kosovo town of Mitrovica. The perpetrators, who are still yet to be identified, shot him six times. Trejkovic, who is the leader of the NGO European Movement of Serbs from Kosovo, said she is unhappy about the way the trial is going because the Serbian authorities covertly obtained inside information from the investigation. She added that she is disappointed that Western officials have been prioritizing progress in the ongoing Kosovo-Serbia dialogue in Brussels aimed at normalizing relations, and have not been speaking out strongly enough about what has been happening during the Ivanovic trial. Since we mentioned Kosovo, Hungary will vote against the admission of Kosovo to several European and international organizations, such as the Council of Europe and the EU, according to a declaration made by Serbian Foreign Minister Evica Dacic. The comments came after Dacic's meeting with Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban on Wednesday the 11th. Hungary's foreign minister said that the premature admission of Kosovo in various European entities may jeopardize the search for reconciliation. He added that the government of Hungary will vote no if there is a vote on whether to accept Kosovo as a member of the Council of Europe. Recall that Kosovo applied for EU membership in December and announced its intention to do the same with the Council of Europe. On Sunday the 15th, 24 years after the Iracek massacre committed by Serbian forces against Kosovo Albanians, Prime Minister of Kosovo, Albin Kurti, called out Serbian President Aleksandr Vucic's previous denial of the event. The Racek massacre saw the death of 45 Kosovo Albanians during the 1998-1999 Kosovo-Serbian War, including a woman and a 12-year-old child. Current President Aleksandr Vucic has repeatedly denied the massacre. As recently as 2021, Serbian Internal Affairs Minister Aleksandr Vulin also denied the massacre stating that Racek is a huge lie, a terrible forgery. Speaking of war, Belgrade Higher Court said on Tuesday the 10th that the Serbian war crimes prosecution has taken over the indictment of Milorad Kotor, who is accused of involvement in the wartime killings of more than 50 Bosniak and Croat civilians in the Bosanka Krupa area in July and August 1992. In November 2021, Kotor was supposed to appear at the Bosnian state court in Sarajevo to enter his plea, but did not show up. The court said the Serbian war crimes prosecution has also taken over the case against Lazar Mutlak, who is accused of raping and sexually abusing a female civilian of the Gradsta area during the war in May 1992. 
U.S. State Department Counselor Derek Cholet expressed strong concern on Thursday the 12th about the activities of the Russian private military contractor, Wagner Group, and its alleged attempts to recruit soldiers in Serbia and elsewhere in the world. Wagner Group, owned by Russian oligarch Yevgeny Prigozhin, has reportedly been active in dozens of mostly African states, working with governments on pro-Russian propaganda and other military and political projects. The group has boasted about its presence in Serbia, the only European state beside Belarus which has not joined the international sanctions against Russia for its war against Ukraine. Russia's propaganda portal, Russia Today, which recently started its Serbian-language online news site in Serbia, has published Wagner's recruitment ad seeking fighters in Ukraine. After this, Cholet urged Serbia to impose sanctions on Russia. In mid-January, social network Kontakta published photos allegedly showing Serbian fighters arriving in the Zaporozhaya region in Ukraine with intentions to fight on Russia's side. The post states that they arrived from Belgrade despite it being illegal for Serbia's soldiers to fight in foreign countries. Serbian Defense Minister Milos Vucevic said that the security agencies of Serbia, both military and civilian, are monitoring and analyzing all information related to the published recordings and photos. The embassy of Ukraine speculates that since the beginnings of the war, approximately 300 Serbian soldiers have gone to fight on the side of Russia, of which 30 have been returned to Serbia. Since the beginning of the Russian-Ukraine war, Serbia has marked down a record level of foreign direct investment. The value of the investments of foreign companies and individuals exceeded $4 billion. The National Bank of Serbia cited macroeconomic stability, a favorable business climate, and Serbia's agreements on free trade with other countries as the main reason for the record level of investments. However, Ljubodrag Savic, a professor at the Faculty of Economics in Belgrade, says that the reason lies in the arrival of Russians and Ukrainians in Serbia due to the war. According to the data of the Agency for Business Registers, 1,020 Russian-owned companies were founded in Serbia in 2022. In other news, Eurojust, the European Union's cross-border agency for fighting organized crime, said in a press release on Friday the 13th that authorities have dismantled a crypto fraud operating out of Bulgaria, Cyprus, and Serbia that defrauded victims of at least tens of millions of euros. Law enforcement searched four call centers and arrested 14 people in Serbia and one in Germany. The operation involved attracting potential investors online, contacted them by phone, and luring them into making small investments that made initial gains. Victims were then encouraged to invest more money, which they subsequently lost. The criminals operated the call centers from Serbia, using technological infrastructure in Bulgaria, and laundered the proceeds in Cyprus. Human Rights Watch, an international non-governmental organization that conducts research and advocacy on human rights, published a report on Thursday the 12th that showed that 2022 was a worrying year in Central and Southeast Europe with a high record of abuse by authoritarian rulers, political tensions, and human rights violations. In Serbia, the report noted that independent journalists continued to face intimidation, threats, and violence. According to the report, quote, war crimes prosecutions remain slow, inefficient, and marred by delays, end quote. In Kosovo, journalists also continue to suffer while war crime investigations slowed down in addition to rising tensions with Serbia. Now, on to some health updates. About 5,100 COVID-19 cases were confirmed, and around 40 people have died this week. Compared to last week, the mortality rate is slightly gone up. Speaking of highly infectious diseases, Verica Jovanovic, the director of the Institute for Public Health, 
said on Thursday the 12th that a laboratory in Serbia confirmed the presence of measles in three children and one adult in Smederovo. When it comes to coverage of vaccinated children with the MMR vaccine in Serbia, it has been the lowest in the recent period. The coverage should be over 95%, which is, unfortunately, not the case in Serbia. The coverage in 2022 was 71% when it comes to children under the age of two, while for children of preschool age, that coverage is about 85%. In addition to measles, mononucleosis has appeared in school-aged children in Novi Pazar, and that outbreak is also being closely monitored. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. You can support us by subscribing to our show. This way, you'll never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at podcast at Do dalien yeg, zbogum. Mm-hmm.